Hi, crime junkies. It's Ashley here. And you all know how ready I am at any moment to drop down the rabbit holes of mysterious cases to look for answers. And there's actually one right now that I cannot stop spiraling about with more rabbit holes than I can count. In this season of Counterclock, investigative journalist Delia D'Ambra begins investigating Doug Wag Jr.'s mysterious death after he was found struck on a strip of railroad tracks. But the more Delia has dug into this case, the stranger things have gotten. And you guys, there is truly so much going on. A string of mysterious deaths, a bank robbery gone wrong, conspiracy, corruption, and it may all be connected. You can binge all of Counterclock Season 6 right now in the Crime Junkie Fan Club, or you can listen to new episodes weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Recently, I've been sleeping flat on my belly, and my chiropractor said that if I'm going to do that, I should really have as firm a mattress as possible. So I didn't have to get a new mattress. I just cranked my sleep number up all the way to 100, and I've avoided any lower back pain that sometimes comes with belly sleeping. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number Store or sleepnumber.com. Sometimes it's challenging to connect with friends and family who aren't native English speakers. So learn their language with the most trusted language learning program, Rosetta Stone. Their efficient, immersive lessons are used and beloved by millions. The True Accent feature even provides feedback on your pronunciation. Learn on the go with convenient, flexible, and customizable lessons as short as 10 minutes. For a very limited time, our listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash crimejunkie. Hi, Crime Junkies. This is Ashley Flowers. If you listened all the way to the end of our episode, which I know some of you don't do, uh, you'll know that we're taking this week off for Labor Day, spending some time with our families. However, we never take off in the fan club when a fan club episode is due. And today, a fan club episode was due. So if you need your fix, if you can't get enough true crime, I'm going to play a clip of the episode that we have available right now. Just go to our website, crimejunkiepodcast.com, and click the fan club link to learn how to sign up. You can get this episode for $5, and when you sign up for $5, you also get the entire backlog of fan club content as well. That's over 36 episodes you can binge for $5. It's a little crazy. But if you just want a little taste of true crime... Enjoy this little teaser.
It was around 12.15 on July 27, 1981, when Revae Walsh was making her way from the Lamp Isle at Sears to a video game display station to get her son. They had gone there to get some very specific lamps that her husband John told her were on sale, but the store didn't end up having any in stock, so the trip was kind of a bust. When they had come in, Adam was begging to play the game. I mean, like, what six-year-old kid wants to just look at lamps? So... <laughs> Revae had left him there with a group of kids, but when she rounded the corner when she was coming back from the lamp section, the game station was totally empty. And I have to imagine at first her thought wasn't like immediate panic. She was gone five, ten, maybe 15 minutes tops. Like right. he probably went looking for her. And Revae even said in an interview with ABC that the last thing she said to Adam when she left him was, I'm going to the lamp section. And he says, okay, mommy, I know where that is. So you know, my logical thinking is that she was probably thinking like, oh, he went to look for me. Somehow we missed each other. Yeah. Just like past each other in the aisles or whatever. Yeah. So she began to search up one aisle, down another, no Adam, up another aisle, no Adam. Like, is it possible they're just missing each other? Yeah. Like they're just missing each other again. Like she's in the lamps when he's at the games. He's at the lamps when she's at the games. It's just, right. it just happens. I get it. Right. So eventually, Revae asked the store clerk to page Adam overhead. They asked him to meet his mother in the toy section, which is where like the games would have been. When Revae walks back there, she sees someone she knows. And I, I imagine it's just like relief that washes over her because it's her mother-in-law. She must have Adam. Now, they didn't come together, and neither of them knew that the other was planning to be there, but surely Adam had found her, and this is the only explanation. But Adam's grandmother was just as confused as Revae. She tells her, no, like, he's not with me. The two wait in the toy aisle for what feels like an eternity, and still Adam does not appear. Eventually, what's happening becomes clear to everyone. Someone calls John, who rushes to the scene to be with Revae, and by 1.55, the police are called. All the store clerks who are working are questioned, but impossibly, no one says that they saw Adam at any point. There was an incident that the store manager mentioned to Revae, though. She said that a group of boys had gotten in a fight over the game and whose turn it was to play or, like, who had controlled the joystick or whatever. And the security guard had kicked all, like, this group of boys out. The problem, though, is that when they showed this security guard, who was this young female guard who just started on the job, they show her a picture of Adam. She says that she doesn't recognize him as one of the boys she told to leave the store. Okay, but if he actually had been kicked out of the store, that would make sense, right? Like why he wouldn't be responding to the overhead pages? Right. And to top it off, the kids that all got kicked out were sent out of the store's west entrance, which isn't the same one that Revae and Adam had come in. So when they went to go look for him outside, I'm sure Revae was even worried because she's like, you know, he would have had no idea where he was. And she said in her husband's book, Tears of Rage, that Adam was super shy and probably wouldn't have told the lady, the security guard lady, that he didn't know where he was or that he wasn't with those boys and his mom was still inside. Like he would have just kept quiet and gone outside to the sidewalk. So now their biggest fear isn't that Adam is wandering the store, but that he was maybe one of those boys put out of the store despite what the guard told them. And now he might be wandering outside lost and alone. As afternoon turns to evening, it becomes more and more clear to both John and Revae that something worse could have happened. And when that horrible day turns into two, turns into three, and then four, everyone is sure wherever Adam is, whoever he's with, he isn't able to get home on his own. 
In the time right after Adam went missing, John took point for the family, and he was the one in front of cameras, trying to get on every single news station, making sure that Adam's picture was spread far and wide. They had no idea where he could be at this point or how far from home he was. But... In those first few days, police weren't super concerned with far and wide. Police thought that the answers to Adam's whereabouts were much closer to home. Because you see, when they did their initial interviews of the family and those closest to them, the lead investigator uncovered a secret that he thought was the key to solving the case. If you'd like to hear the rest of this episode, you can by going to our website, crimejunkiepodcast.com and joining our fan club. For just $5, you get this episode about Adam Walsh, but you also get over 30 other episodes right away, all for just $5. And as a part of the fan club, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but every week you get our regular episodes a day early and ad-free. And if that's all not enough, our merch store will be opening again really soon and fan club members always get first access to shop. So if you've been around a while, you'll know that the fan club always cleans us out of stock before it even opens to the general public and we have some super cool stuff coming. So I hope to see you in the fan club. And if not, I will catch you next week. Crime Junkie is an audio Chuck production. So what do you think, Chuck? Do you approve? Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, essential central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.